how dare you? You are listening to the Creative Imbalance Podcast, and I appreciate it. Uh, you just intruding on my life today because this is a solo episode. Let's get hype. And um, this actually uh, is a solo episode, not by choice. Kind of a technical... Well, I'm not going to bullshit with you. Why am I saying a technical reason? Um, Basically, uh, I recorded a bunch of interviews on an SD card. And I used an SD card for another video gig. And I left that SD card with somebody else and they have all the interviews right now so um so yeah i don't know maybe later this week uh i'll give you a bonus episode with uh, one of the interviews or maybe um i'll just save them up and, <laughs> and do myself a favor and uh, have a big backlog and anyways um it's really exciting right now because we have our first sponsor um, I've been trying to get sponsors since the beginning, and people have been saying, like, uh, I've been going to big companies, and they're just like, oh, this show's too crazy. Like, we can't sponsor this bullshit. You got, like, porn star rappers and free thinkers, and that's that just doesn't fit the mold, you know? And so, basically, I was just in the park the other day, and something came up to me and said, we love your show we think it's crazy, we're crazy, and we'd love to support this. So here is my first sponsor, Squirrels. squirrels paying me in acorns been totally embracing the craziness been doing some of the best stand-up comedy sets i've uh i've had ever i, I know i'm new to this thing and uh, i'm continuing to grow and so and i I'm, I'm 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 noticing there's power in craziness it's um i don't know what it is um, I don't even know why I brought that thought up right now because I can't even explain it. I think I'm just on this crazy journey that has not peaked yet. But uh, when I find out why there's power in craziness, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to be the first to know by listening to the show. And uh, what did I do? Uh, this weekend, I uh, I worked this, this uh, festival, the Jazz Festival, Kids don't know what the jazz is all about. Bippin' and the boppin', hippin' and the hoppin' with my good buddy uh Julian Victor. He's he's the man. 
He's uh, been on like many video adventures with me from King of the Dot to Beatbox Canada to all sorts of random shit. We shot pro wrestling together. You know, he's just my big partner in crime. And so we did this jazz fest doing interviews. Uh, we were working this one stage via Manifesto TV. Uh, that's who we were working for. And they had like a two-hour slot of these wicked jazz slash hip-hop collaborations. And then I, I just love hip-hop with a live band. There's just It just adds so many more elements to it. And I think just like part of like, like some people know me for my video work. They, I'm always like going to the clubs and people will be playing like music off their lap laptop and just the, the backbeat doesn't have any life to it. So it's cool to see some trumpets, some keyboard players, drums, everything. That was just awesome. And, um, during this jazz fest, uh, me and poor Julian, we got in a bit of trouble. So like right after the manifesto show ended, um, they, 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 all the, all the people like running that left and they were setting up for the next show, which is, uh, by like, kind of like another company and me and Julian were just running around city hall. Like it was in the, the, what's it called? Nathan Phillips square at city hall. And we were, we were just running around getting some extra B roll to cut through our interviews. Like there's like a lot of like concepts of, questions and stuff like that so I was just kind of getting my interview swag on and like kind of rolling to clips type uh type of deal and uh we were like just up on like this little bridge area beautiful view look looked like an awesome shot and then all of a sudden um security came and was just like oh you can't be doing stuff here without a permit and uh we just got in a big fight with it, or not really a big fight, but it was funny because we we're just so genuinely just trying to like do a good job with our work, and then these security guards are just like treating us like shit. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was what was funny is everybody we worked for like left, and they're like we're like dropping names and stuff like that, and so they they seemed like that we they thought we were just making up all these imaginary people. And, uh, they didn't know like really too much about the jazz fest, even though they were working at the jazz fest. So apparently you can't just shoot in city hall without a permit. Or if you were like working for the show, which we were, but we didn't really have like a media pass like on us and stuff like that. And it just was like this big confusion. And, um, I don't know. There's so many, so many times in my life, sometimes I'm just genuinely, I don't know what's the word for it. Just just being genuine. And then people like take it the wrong way. And uh, they treat you like you're some kind of asshole, murderer, serial rapist. When you're just trying to get some some nice clips and, uh, and promote good art. Also at the Jazz Fest, uh, I bumped into my buddy. Uh, goes by the name of Duke Buzzy. He was one of the first hip-hop artists I ever started working with. And... Uh, I used to intern at a recording studio called Euphonic Sound. And uh, Duke, uh, besides being an artist, he was one of the engineers there. And he'd make sick beats and he could rap. So he, he's he been, uh, over the last couple of years, making his own albums. Like, beats everything. And a total, like, scientist with this shit. But he came out to the Jazz Festival and uh, 
about a year ago, I helped Duke with uh, Indiegogo. It's basically like a a Kickstarter, and he he wanted some funding for his album, so he kind of got like a, a fan funding. I helped him with a video, and one year later, he finally finished this album, and uh, he's actually moving out of the city. So uh, he ended up finding me at the festival. Gave me some CDs, a shirt, and I just want to say thanks, Duke. I love you, man. And I wish you the best on your new travels to Ottawa. And, uh, yeah, I always got your back. And here's a song from Duke right now. This is off his latest album, Bat Country, and this is a hazy shade of crazy. This is Bat Country. Who wants democracy does not expect it here. Couldn't find the answers if the analytics might be scanned. To know exactly why we leave the meat and bite the hand. Worship a country made of paper, turn and smite the land. I'd rather just go get twisted, man. That's a delightful plan. I got the right to write it. Critics got a right to pan. Even if it's clear to all that they just don't quite understand. A plot with a Abandon at this magic sleight of hand But forgive me if I sit For I am too polite to stand Maybe the dust under this razor blade can save me Plenty of good intentions here to pave the way that breaks me Off the chain, out of the cage Grateful, baked, and lazy A hazy shade of crazy I'm depraved and hateful, pay me Hazy shade of crazy, baby I ain't changed I'm the 
crazy, baby, I ain't changed I'm the aviator taking aim and making games So I'm amazing, ape, I shake with babies and behave fine The pain's the same and it remains up in a chain, and this is what binds you to the wheel of birth and death. When you know that every moment at which you are is the only moment, you come out of your shell and find out who you really are. Duke's fucking sick. Um, if you know me, I... It's it's I'm kind of like a a really diverse person. Like I've been doing all this hip hop media, but if you knew me growing up, like I'm the biggest like rock metal fan, and it's just it's cool. It's cool to hear like uh, some Soundgarden in that in that beat of that song. It's it's pretty sick, and a, a lot of his uh, or I definitely recommend like checking out his whole library because there's some like heavy riffs in it and cool elements from all different genres and. It kind of makes Duke its own thing. He's not uh, trying to follow anybody's anybody else's sound. He's just doing Duke right now. And you can find that on Bandcamp if you just type in his name, Duke Buzzy. And, uh, and yeah, it, it might be on iTunes too. And speaking of iTunes, uh, a couple people hit me up. They're like, you should put your podcast on iTunes. And I was going to do that with the first episode. I figured out how to do it. And um, basically, I was on some forum while I was learning how to do it and people were saying that it's best if you wait a couple episodes. Here's so here's like a tip if anybody's like starting a podcast, because if you wait till you have a collection of episodes and you put on like maybe like four or five, apparently, I don't know, we're gonna find this out. Apparently there's like a good chance that it like can go to a main page of uh, a what's new section. And apparently there's like a, a a big audience of people just looking for random shit. I heard a fact that iTunes has like the most listeners for podcasts, which is pretty interesting to me because I don't really like use iTunes. Like I have a Mac, I open iTunes and it's always just pissing me off. Like it's a, like every couple days you have to update it <laughs> and, or I'll be doing something else. I'll be editing a video. I'll be like, watching something on YouTube which is um code for just like porn hubbing and uh, like I'm going to be I should I should start being more honest with you listeners. I'd be like watching some porn and shit and then um all of a sudden this uh this notification would just pop up and just take you right out of the moment, you know, and uh, you go you know you go soft and you got to click um update this in a couple hours and then you keep going for a couple of hours and then the whole cycle repeats. It's the circle of just bullshit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, um, it's kind of uncomforting 
doing this solo because it uh even though I am a crazy person, I don't like feeling like a crazy person. And uh it's just like kind of like talking to yourself. I always love having a guest with me. And yeah, and speaking of guests, like I got some awesomeness coming around the corner for you. I just made a cut uh of what I was saying cuz I didn't really I don't really want to spoil the future for you guys. It's it's going to be fun even though even though there's only a couple people listening to this. I I just want to know I really appreciate it like um, I've seen so many projects just like this grow and grow and I always wanted to do one of my own and this is the beginning steps and it means a lot that, um, a handful of people are, are listening to this or they'll ask me about the show and yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it every Monday. No excuses. Even if, uh, I like leave my card somewhere like an idiot, I'm going to fire something up and, um, yeah, I'm going to take a second to appreciate one of my supporters, Miss Natalie. You rock. Um, even before I came up with this idea, I uh, I made some status. I was like, oh, is anybody going to listen to this if uh, I make this show? You were like, yeah. And I noticed this, uh, the last couple episodes you gave it a like, and that's cool. And I noticed today you posted a song, and love your voice, you rock. Here is Natalie, and what's what's fuck? What's the name of this song? I, I'm gonna. I don't have it written down. I was gonna. I was gonna cut to uh, going on your Facebook and stealing it, but I think it's called Drizzy Diddy, and it's a nice folk cover of Running Through the Six with My Woes. And here's Natalie. Check this shit out. <laughs>
So dope. I didn't even realize in the caption, too, it uh, says that's just a rough version of the track. I hope you don't mind me playing it because it's still awesome, rough or not. And, uh, yeah, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing. Uh, another, what, what else is going on? Um, like I said, I, uh, I do a lot of stuff in the battle rap universe. And uh, a guy I got to work with over the couple of years, uh, he's a battle rapper, goes by the name of Dirtbag Dan. Um, they posted a very interesting uh, mini documentary of him today, which impresses me so much. Uh, but basically, uh, he uh, was battling for this company out of the U- UK called Don't Flop. And um, one of the the videographers there, or the main guy who does the video there, uh, Liam, he uh, decided to make a little documentary with, with Dan and Basically, it revolves them being in a show or doing a show in Amsterdam. And they documented Dan taking these things called magic truffles and going into a battle rap. <laughs> and uh, basically, like, I didn't, I didn't, I never knew what magic truffles are, but apparently they have uh, psilocybin, which is basic, or they contain psilocybin which is basically the same compound that is in mushrooms. So in uh in Amsterdam you can buy those just legally at the corner store. So uh he takes about 15 grams and uh I don't know it's it's kind of a beautiful thing cuz I don't know if uh how many of the listeners the 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 two people who are listening to my podcast right now have done shrooms or anything but before when they announced they had this documentary coming out, I I had some experiences with this, um, <coughs> maybe like 12 times. But um, with my little experience on hallucinogenics, I don't know how you could be in a battle rap at all. Like with my experience, I, qu- I can't even like stand around a group of people. It seems like everybody's just like honing in on you, watching you, and you start feeling like this body buzz, like almost like it reminds me of a dream state where you're kind of like having an outer body type experience. But what's funny too is when they announced it, I posted a little message. I'm like, how are you going to, how do you even battle rap like that? Are you just going to say to the guy, that you love him because he is part of the universe <laughs> and, and like just shit like that. And uh, there's like awesome moments in this this mini uh, documentary where uh, or what what does he say? There was a quote. It was like he's up. He's like this was like a half hour after he took it. It said it seems like every breath I take is hella special. And he was contemplate, or he was like saying uh, on his own podcast, the Dirtbag Dan Show, that he wanted to throw out all his uh, battle material and just talk about how important water is. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I don't know, this might not make sense to people who haven't been on shrooms, but I don't know. I just feel like that's so awesome. So he ends up doing this battle, and uh, they show, like, the whole battle isn't out yet. And he holds it down like a warrior. So shout-out to Dirtbag Dan. It's such a hilarious video. 
and uh and yeah you can check it out it's on the don't flop channel and it's called battle rapper performs on magic truffles and actually you know what let's cut to one of dan's songs right now uh i don't know which one this is because this is a pre-recording and i just got this idea right now but here's dirtbag dan and here's some rapping yeah zay baby yes aquiz dirtbag dan I'm playing my fucking guitar right now. This is not a sample. Wizard on the beat, but I, but me on the guitar. Yeah. Ooh, I fucking hate him. Now let me go shake his hand. That's what they say in Dan. Cause most of those that hate our fans used to be friends. Now they're rivals. Cut them off all about survival. Keeping the blood now down the night. Quill tell my brain needs a power cycle. Some of these fans are downright spiteful. Said I ain't the man, it's a motherfucking typo. Blood type typo. Hit him with a rifle. You can get lost out west like rifle. Turn to a cartoon with a spark too. About to buy a condo while park you. With a real nice park view. They wanna be like Dan, but it's just too hard to. Don't argue. Some people work hard and some just each coattails can't stand on your own two feet yourself Ain't got many bars like a cheap hotel I'm in London for the month of Copenhagen for the day Then I'm in Sweden for the weekend drinking Tiny Walker Spitting mouthpiece but I'm not a boxer Getting money off the books like Tommy Knockers Chilling in Manila with my people from the States Bodyguard behind me with a piece of in his waist If you got a problem with it you can get a taste Life's worth less here you can get erased This is not a race, if it was a race You would be losing and we're in first place See I make the most of it, I hate the most But shit, other motherfuckers just don't get close to this Great, great, I think they hate me cause I'm great React slow. So what you think of I? That cat's an asshole. Let me get a pic for the Instagram. And who's that with you? Dirtbag from Sandho. Sleeping on us like trip to fan. When I catch him with a pillow, a cock can take aim. Better get a digital clock to maintain. Forget your political spots. Your little pitiful thoughts and fuck subliminal shots. I say names. Fuck a subliminal shot. This shit is literal hot. Whether you get it or not, you little pitiful twat. I'm in the middle with your bitches. You got her legs in the air while I'm digging a slot. Bop. This one's for Pac. Y'all hug a lot. Bitch, love the cock. I'm the motherfucking mayor while I run the block. So it really doesn't matter if you run or not. Huh? It's nothing. Used to be the guy with the big stomach. Filling on the bitch with a thick buttock. So you join and offer you a hit from it. Get blooded. And I got that troll still. Wherever I want to when I go. Chill. So ill. Skunk in the middle of the street. I call it roll kill. I, I think they hate me cause I'm great. Dirtbag Dan, hate me cause I'm great. Um, something I love about hanging out with these battle rappers is um, their confidence. It's something I kind of lack at times. I'm very uh, self-deprecating, uh, 
<laughs> giant times. And these guys are just running around like, I'm the shit, man. And somehow we get along a lot. And um, I kind of made this show to do something different than all that battle rap media. But look at me now. I'm just talking about battle rap. Before I started doing all this video, sh- before I started even picking up a camera, uh, I used to watch a battle rap league called Grind Time. And it was out of the, the U.S. And there was people like Awkward's Dirtbag Dan. And uh, I used to always watch that in my college classes. And it's so funny because years later, um, I ended up picking up a camera and I connected with King of the Dot. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like my YouTube subscriptions just came part of my life. And not only with battle rap, but there was one night, it was uh, it was the day like I met Awkwards. And it was for an event called uh, Blackout 2. And not only did I really get to connect with all these grind time cats, um, Epic Meal Time was in the building. Uh, I had to interview Raekwon from the Wu Tang Clan, and it was funny leading up to this show because I was having like a hard time living in Toronto. I was spending more money than I was making and outside of like the battle rap shit I was working with all these indie musicians and uh, and, uh, aspiring filmmakers and some sometimes some really sketchy people and when it was time for them to pay me they'd like disappear and like crazy shit like I got in such a bad hole that like I even got an eviction notice at my house because I I, I, I I didn't pay for like almost like two months or something with my rent, and uh, is there's nothing I'm proud of, but I was thinking of quitting this whole video universe type thing until the show uh, uh, Blackout Two, and it was cool. Like we did the show. Like I said, I got to meet Epic Meal Time, and what made me really feel like this whole life is worth it was the aftermath of the show um it was like the day later i was hung over uh one of the king of the dot founders abby rex he uh he calls me up and uh forget what we were doing uh we went for lunch we went to see uh visit one of our friends uh, uh making a music video also uh Canadian beatbox champion uh, Scott Jackson was driving us around. Good friend of mine, love Scotty. And um, all of a sudden, we're at, like, we're at this video, and Avi gets a text, and he's like, "Oh, you guys want to go party with Epic Meal Time tonight?" And I'm like, "Fuck yeah! Like, let's do this!" And uh, so uh, we're on the way to that thing, and I'm gonna tell you guys something too. Like, I uh. I don't have a good tolerance for for weed, <laughs> and uh, I I used to smoke a lot when I was in in high school. But now it's like occasionally, like sometimes I'd be with like all these rappers, and I just I don't know if it's peer pressure or whatever, but I just feel obligated to like take a hit, and then they're all holding it down, and then I'm just like as turned into a zombie. But I was in like pure like zombie mode but pretending not to be so, and uh and this was before we got the the epic meal time call too so i'm just like what the fuck is going on and uh 
we were driving around and uh on the way there uh they were like oh we got to pick up awkwards and lush one who is uh also ran the grind time league uh down in the states which i i mentioned i used to watch before all of this video life and like lush became like my homie over the years but at the same time i'm still i'm just super baked in this dream state they're hopping in the car i'm like what the fuck is going on again i'm like it just felt like i was living in my youtube subscription and um so we get we we pick up some beers and we go to uh the epic mealtime uh, shoot and we it was at the the sound academy in toronto and we're like oh we're we're driving around we can't find them and they ended up being in a tour bus and uh we finally figured that out so we go on the tour bus and they're filming an episode so i'm like this is fucking awesome i get to see how these guys do it and basically the concept of their episode was all about eating while you're on the road while you're on tour so they were making like these disgusting quesadillas <laughs> of uh just microwaved frozen dinners <laughs> and just wrapping them up oh it was so it was so raunchy and um so i'm drinking all night and uh this episode starts getting out of control because of how fucked up everybody was. And they ended up not even using a lot of what they shot on the episode because it was so messed up. Um, from what I remember, there was a blender and there was cheese. There was canned beans in it. There was uh, a bottle of Grey Goose, Kraft Dinner... More cheese, <laughs> just like um, canned mushrooms. And they were making like some fucking disgusting milkshake. And then uh, they're blending it all up. And then all of a sudden, just at the end, somebody ashed their cigarette into the <laughs> into the blender. <laughs> and uh, so they blend it all up. And people, they're just like, who wants to drink this? So they're passing around like cups and uh, people are almost vomiting. And um, they're like, come on, we need some more shots. We need some more shots. And in my brain, it's like, I'm just like uh, fanboying out. And I'm like, I want to be on Epic Meal Time. And I didn't want to do it, but I just yelled, I'll do it. And they're all like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. So they uh, they pour me like one of those red Solo cup things, just full of this cheese, uh, cigarette, vodka, tequila thing. Uh, there was whiskey in it too. Now that I remember, <laughs> and uh, I'm already so messed up. I just <laughs> chug it back. I didn't even feel it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they and uh, the day at, or like the month later when I went to watch the episode, they didn't even put me in it, <laughs> which is also awesome. I think. And uh, so, <clears throat> so this night's going on. We're just partying in the tour bus, jumping around, and. Um, I sit beside this guy and I felt like such a douchebag because I said to him, I'm like, hey, uh, what do you do with Epic Meal Time? And uh, his reply was, I'm not with Epic Meal Time. I'm the guitar player from Down with Webster and this is my bus. 
and uh, I've been on this bus for like four hours and I didn't even know that I'm with down with Webster and I'm drinking all their booze but they they were offering it to me I didn't I didn't even ask but what a douchebag and and uh, I'm gradually getting more and more wasted and high with these people like it's just a, a moment in life where I'm just like where the fuck am I right now and then all of a sudden this guy comes out of his bunk and I'm just like in a haze just sitting on the on the couch and it was a guy with thick rim glasses and an afro and I looked at him and my I this is like some of the only thoughts I remember of this whole night but I remember just thinking Oh, of course, LFMAO is here too, <laughs> and uh, it looked like it looked like the guy <laughs> from that electronic band LFMAO. You know, they they do the song like "Every Day We're Shuffling." He had like the same fucking haircut and glasses, but it ended up not being him. It was just the Down with Webster drummer, and you should look up a picture of him too because they're like identical. So the night's going on, and uh, Scott Jackson's just beatboxing his heart out and basically getting all the attention of all the groupies and i love scott it was just fucking awesome to see that and there's uh there's something always magical when you're out with scott and people have never seen him beatbox before it's like their brain just melts and i think being around the beatbox scene with me i kind of get used to how good he is but i love like seeing people see him for the first time because it almost like resets my desensitized brain from his greatness and i'm just like watch people just like can't even like fathom like how he's making all these noises with his mouth but that's also why he's the champion and yeah i i actually got a point to the story it's kind of scattered because there's so much shit happening and uh as i'm telling you this right now i'm trying to piece together um plot points as I'm trying to piece together plot points from a drunken stupor of a night. But um, I guess, I, I guess a long story short, I'll just get to the end of the night. At the end of the night, I, I stepped off that bus and the sun was coming up. And uh, I remember just hopping in, uh, in Scotty's SUV. Avi was there, awkwards and lush and... Uh, He's driving us all. He's driving them back to their hotel. He's driving me home. And Scotty's still beatboxing at like fucking 6 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they were doing this game. They were just like uh, going around the car and everybody was freestyling. And I remember being so nervous because uh, I was going to get a turn in this freestyle too. And I'm not a rapper. And I'm also sitting beside Legends. So, so Avi goes, kills it, lush, awkwards, kill it, it's Sean Sirianni's turn, I don't know what I said, but the next time around, they just kept skipping my turn, <laughs> it was awesome, and, uh, and yeah, so I go home, I go to sleep, I wake up, it's like, 6 7 p.m. or something i remember <laughs> i it was i remember it's the winter because i i woke up and it was like still it like turned dark again <laughs> and uh 
and it it was such a haze. I'm like, did that really just fucking happen? And another very long story short, I checked my camera, saw all this footage of the night of the tour bus, everything. And that was a big moment where I said to myself, you can't quit this video life, man. This is just a tip of an iceberg. This is a tip of opportunities. It was almost like just this sign because I was at my lowest point about to sell my camera, about to maybe move back to my hometown, get a regular job. It was a sign that said, don't give up. And I haven't. And I don't know. It's like that was about four years ago. And just kind of reflecting on this right now just made me realize that you can absolutely do anything you love and follow your dreams. And some, and there's not like a payoff right away. You have to work for it. But you can actually do it if you put your mind to it and you pay some dues and there's going to be a lot of lows. And that's just the part of trying to live an unorthodox life. And uh, yeah, that was one of many crazy adventures I had with the King of the Dot folks and uh, through battle rap and even like through battle rap, I've kind of been going on these adventures which are unbattle rap related as well and i don't i don't know i might get to those stories if they segue in future interviews but uh i don't know i appreciate it so much it's just a hazy night i will never forget and i just want to apologize to down with webster i'm sorry i didn't know who you were um heard a couple songs on the radio and i wish them all the best and uh here's one of the few songs i like from them <laughs> this this sounds so mean. I don't I, I don't mean to their their music's never been really my thing. But that but I just realized just hanging out with those guys, they're so fun and just awesome people. And um I'm sorry for drinking all your beer.
in line for him Props to the promoter saying he's with the owner Don't play poker but sure can hold them aces Spades, got a couple waiting In a palace with a chalice of Patron Bottle be his scepter, booth be his throne And guys talk about the girl's eyes Watch it, he on some fried rocks Get it, fashionable life Fast girls and late nights Every night's the same Bottles of champagne Girl with a song on singing in the rain While everybody's screaming out Money ain't a thing But she ain't never praying Cause he never paid for it ha, He's paid for it And he pay it forward So them cups are never empty But everybody thirsty He'll walk the red carpet till it's dirty Yeah, that's a catchy tune. I don't know too much of their library, but I really like that one. Uh, I notice this episode's too, like, very hip-hop oriented, which, uh, I don't know. If you see me, I'm always, like, rocking metal tees and stuff like that. So some people might be a little weirded out. And I don't know. I had a I had a moment on the weekend where somebody tried to categorize me, and it seemed like they were just getting frustrated. And... <laughs> like like just like their own ego was getting frustrated they're like you listen to metal all your life and you work with rappers you worked with drake it doesn't make sense type of thing like they were trying to explain it me to like this girl they met at a bar and uh as like oh what's your friend do well he does comedy he uh started a weird podcast he he does this hip hop he uh he interviews metal bands and they it's it's always cool to see like people's reaction to that because they seem like almost like confused and sometimes they seem upset that they can't get it or they'll try to uh 
give me advice on my life that I shouldn't be so random without even like knowing the path that I walk or just knowing me for five seconds. And I don't know, it's just funny. And I never, like, even as a kid, I, uh, I was known for listening to a lot of rock music, but I loved hip hop. Like I love the whole lyrical aspect about it. And just like, I find like some of the most clever things I hear lyrically are in hip hop music. And I don't know, just growing up, I find lots of people who are not totally connected to themselves. They try to fit into a a genre for social reasons like it's like oh i want to be a metalhead because i get to hang out with all these cool people and wear cut jeans and leather jackets and shit like that and vice versa like hip-hop people it's like oh okay so i listen to this and then i gotta wear this and i gotta talk like this and walk like this and i don't know i i feel a little lucky that I'm kind of a product of my own experience, whether it be music, comedy, love, life, heartbreak, uh, my family, friends. I'm kind of just a reflection of all of that in a blender. And maybe it's it's not easy to explain, but it's okay because I'm not trying to go into a path where I need to make a resume. <laughs> uh, I don't know something about like this show and the other projects I'm working on. Uh, a couple are like very confidential, but if they pop off, I can't wait to talk to you about it. But um, it's just, I don't know. I feel like uh, I need to just make my own path in whatever this world is. And, and most of the time I do work a normal job to fund this show and pay my bills. But I, I see something that takes a lot of work and more and more I'm making friends with these people who have made their own path and that's who I've been putting on the show. Hopefully people who have that need in them will listen to the show because this show is kind of like for you guys, the aspiring artists and it's I think it's important for me to have all these random people on where you can learn because even like through this show too, me just having conversations with these people I'm learning as well and it's just awesome and some of these people behind closed doors I had like the most profound inspirational conversations with them and I just want to share that those with you once again I I went on this tangent I was uh I had a point but uh, <laughs> shit! Oh man, I guess I guess this is this is what this episode's all about. My main goal was te- to tell you I was gonna have like some rock and comedy guests, so it wasn't all gonna be hip hop. But then for some reason, I just spiraled into talking about my life, and I don't even know how that happened. But on the subject of life, you gotta appreciate it every day. Do what you love. Make this world your own that sounds so cliche but um it's kind of crazy i don't know lots of people have have fears of following their dreams because it's kind of going like especially like i find people who have some sort of artistic talent it's kind of going against the grain of everything you've been told and it could be 
school, like just, I don't know, on an economical level, parents, I don't know if you were raised religious, it's all kind of teaching you to fall into a straight line. And sometimes you can see these other paths, but it's scary going down a path that nobody's ever gone down. But taking those alternate directions is what makes fucking legends. They make Bruce Lee's. They make Jimi Hendrix. They make Andy Kaufman's. And speaking of legends, I got to end this show with a tribute uh, to a man named Robert Diaz in the battle and hip-hop universe. He's also known as PH, a.k.a. Pumpkinhead. Um, He's done a lot for... Not only like the scene, but underground hip hop in general. And it's kind of, I was going to say funny, but not funny. Like in the the battle universe, like people are very hesitant. Like their peers are very hesitant to give each other props because it's, uh, it's highly competitive. And PH has kind of been like this old school legend of the streets and still has been active battling since last couple weeks ago when he passed away and a lot of his peers in the battle universe they deep down really respected him but I don't know if PH actually knew how much because of the competitive nature there's a lot of like online trash talk and shit like that but uh, his passing was a complete shock and devastated everybody I don't even know if he knew how much people actually respected him to the point where mainstream artists, like their Twitter was blowing up. They announced his passing on CNN, Billboard, Rolling Stone, just because over these years he's been like the homie to fucking legends. And before I picked up a camera and even fell into this battle shit, I, uh, me and my college roommate, we actually used to bump a lot of Immortal Technique albums. And this is, uh, this is like way before I met PH. And I used to hear his voice, uh, echo through my hallways in the house. And, uh, I always thought he was like rad. He'd always, like, every Immortal Technique album he had, uh, he had a feature or two. And I remember, uh, once I started doing the battle rap shit, like, being so excited to meet him but on the outside I didn't show it because I just wanted to be cool or some type of bullshit but uh I I I wish I wish I, I really told him like how excited I was to meet him because I don't know he's just a like a legend but I don't know if he's was getting that reminder as often as he should just because like just the nature of the environment we've been doing our <clears throat> I'm losing my voice um just because of the nature of the whole environment of that world which is very unfortunate so um always tell people you love them if you see somebody doing something fucking cool you tell them it's fucking cool and just just appreciate each other and let people know you appreciate them um because I don't even know what to say. It was a big shocker, and uh, I actually ended up filming his last battle two weeks ago. And it's an honor that I didn't want to happen. You know, he's 
he was 39 years old, had a family and everything. But uh, I don't know. Long story short, I think I said that like a hundred times this episode. <laughs> it's like that's what I, I notice right now. This is what I say when I feel like I'm kind of rambling and trying to gather some other th- thoughts. And when my brain's like, you're taking too long to get to the point. I say, long story short, long story short. Anyways, Robert, we're going to do something really special for that release of the video. I believe uh, I'm going to be editing it. So definitely at the beginning, we're going to have a huge tribute for you and just hopefully honor you in the most perfect way possible. So I'm going to end this show with one of your tracks. And it's also one of the tracks I got to talk to you about. uh, I remember like within the year of meeting you, like after I met you, Immortal Technique dropped this album and I was listening to it front to back and your voice popped up on this track and I was happy like the next battle show I came up to you I pretty much told you you sh- you stole the show on the- with your feature on this verse and uh, so yeah we're gonna skip a bit of the beginning of the song and go straight into PH. Rest in peace, buddy. Much love. They got me locked in a cell where I'm feeling like an experiment. My spirit sharper than lasers. They used to build pyramids. Writing on the walls keep me sane. Knuckle push-ups on the concrete till I bleed out the pain. Thoughts of my freedom lingering in my brain. I'm stronger and much quicker. I appreciate the game. Building with my air life. Brown power reunite. Tattoos of my flag. PR pride. Jesus Christ. But I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. So when I'm free, I'll teach you spread the speech of how they try to divide us, make us weak, find us, and break a peace. So I got us, make it peace, honest, I play for peace. This is the life of your forefathers that fought hard on four corners of backyards, power in numbers, so they subtract us and add bars. If they want it, we gon' take them to war. We're not a gang or a clique, we young lords. I came to my senses, un esclavo no soy, that is now my past. I came to know me and my people. Red, brown, and black help me paint the future. The world got a template to turn us into inmates, caged in a state pen, man. Fuck going to Penn State, bondage and slave ships to punch in your time car. Want my oasis, space and jungle behind bars. Got my epiphany like Malcolm X, prison to the bricks, but I'm stuck in this global house arrest. I'm a free man, so I changed my mannerisms. This Greenspan system wanna dent my activism and feel on my chetero. Get my people out the ghetto, 21st century, grito de la de ghetto. We vocal minorities, no Pokemon tail. Get the local authorities to we the Hoochie Man trail. We're robbing bodegas and boosting like low lives. Media figures, choking in four five. Revolutionary gangsters in your presence. Try to dead us with case of chemical testing. Unidos por fin, we seize the time. Free at last. Learn to love, live to fight. Not just for me, but for others. Teach the new blood yeah. and live for freedom. I survived the coin toll, pro assassinations. AIDS epidemic, crack era, fracture the nation. The interpretation of American democracy is best exemplified in its foreign policy dichotomy. I live a double life of political philosophy, but revolution follows me to struggle for equality against the morally bankrupt, claiming to be born again. It's a civil war again, like MS 13's origin. Ban ethnic studies, claiming our culture. 
will swallow them But you can't conquer people and build a country on top of them And then feel offended that they breathe the same oxygen Your family values lack the wisdom of Solomon But Operation Condor and Operation Bootstrap A poli-sci 101 research with a new jack It's hard to reach communist utopia tomorrow When your hands are in a fucking glass jar like Che Guevara Forget the distorted historical facts you were given Slave trade was the capital for capitalism Trapped in a prison mentally Dying existentially Separated from people you can't see yourself to be Then racially integrated into a burning house Colony of an empire economically burning out Can't win a debate so they sponsor every threat to me I wonder if Agent 800 is standing next to me In Puerto Rico, the main problem we have is that we're a colony We're a colony, we're fighting for freedom Because we will not Puerto Rico, que viva Puerto Rico libre.